Hey everybody, it is Jen here with P40Ministries.com and I have an exciting announcement. The P40 Ministries podcast is finally on Google Podcasts. So um, the only thing about Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and also Stitcher, I think, um, those three listening platforms do not update right away in the morning. So I've found that they usually take a while for them to update. And um, I'm wondering if it's because they're larger listening platforms that they often update my podcast nightly, which is kind of annoying if you want to have a consistent morning routine. And um, I also don't prefer that because of that reason. But if you don't care and you like that, that's that's awesome. Go ahead and listen on those platforms. But if you like listening to the podcast in the morning, which I think most people do, I'd say that the best way to go about this is either uh, lag a day behind <laughs> or you can go on, I believe, uh, Spotify updates right in the morning at 630 and also uh, Breaker does as well. And I think Overcast does for those of you who prefer Apple products. So just that was a quick announcement, but let's go ahead and start reading Genesis 6 verse 9 through 22 today, because we are going to finish out this uh, portion of scripture. Now, if you didn't listen in on Friday's episode, I would definitely recommend that you go back and listen to that because these, uh, these Fridays and today's tie in together with each other. So I definitely recommend listening to Friday's podcast episode if you haven't done that yet. But let's go ahead and start reading in uh, verse 9. And I will be reading uh, the AMP version of the Bible today. And this is just to tie together Friday's episode with today's episode a little bit better. So let's start in verse 9. These are the records of the generations and the family history of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, one who was just and had right standing with God, blameless in his evil generation. Noah walked and lived in habitual fellowship with God. Now Noah became the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The population of the earth was corrupt, absolutely depraved, spiritually and morally putrid in God's sight, and the land was filled with violence, desecration, infringement, outrage, assault, and lust for power. God looked on the earth and saw how debased and degenerate it was, for all humanity had corrupted their way on the earth and lost their true direction. God said to Noah, I intend to make an end of all that lives, for through men the land is filled with violence, and behold, I am about to destroy them together with the land. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood, make it in rooms, stalls, pens, coops, nests, cages, compartments, and coat it inside and out with pitch or bitumen. This is the way you are to make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, its width 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits or 450 feet by 75 feet by 45 feet. You shall make a window for light and ventilation for the ark and finish it to at least a cubit or 18 inches from the top and set the entry door of the ark in its side. And you shall make it with lower, second, and third decks. For behold, I... Even I will bring a flood of waters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens in which there is breath and spirit of life. Everything that is on the land shall die. 
but I will establish my covenant, solemn promise, and formal agreement with you, and you shall come into the ark, you and your three sons and your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And of every living thing found on land, you shall bring two of every kind into the ark, to keep them alive with you, and they shall be male and female, of fowls and birds according to their kind, of animals according to their kind, of every crawling thing of the ground according to its kind. Two of every kind shall come to you to keep them alive. Also take with you every kind of food that is edible, and you shall collect and store it, and it shall be food for you and for them. So Noah did this. According to all that God commanded him, that is what he did. So it starts off right away by saying that Noah was a blameless man in verse 9, and he walked with God. And it even says here that he was a man who was blameless in his evil generation. And I think the W.E.B. version actually says it pretty interesting, too. It says um, Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time. Now, if you listened to uh, Friday's episode, you would have heard about the Nephilim. And Nephilim were evil people who were the sons of what I believe were fallen angels. And these fallen angels were sinning and coming to earth, lying with these women and producing these children who were kind of almost like, you know, superheroes in a sense. They were giants and they were also famous and notorious for being violent. And these people were everywhere now and they were extremely corrupt. But Noah was of a pure bloodline. He did not have any fallen angel in his bloodline whatsoever. He was of the bloodline of Seth. He had a pure bloodline and he walked with God. So he found favor in the sight of God because he was righteous and he was the only righteous man in this time. And it even says in verse 12, that God looked on the earth and saw how debased and degenerate it was for all humanity had corrupted their way on the earth and they all lost their true direction. So Noah was the only one that hadn't lost his direction. And so it says that Noah was the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. So God says to Noah to take his three sons and his wife and his son's wives into the ark with him and to make this big boat which is called the ark now to seal it with a tar or a pitch to like waterproof the ark to also make a window for light and for ventilation at the top of the ark and to also make a door on the side of the ark and then it even gives the dimensions in the amp in like uh feet which i think is kind of cool so it says 450 feet by 75 feet by 45 feet is the dimensions of the ark and if you've ever been to the ark encounter in uh kentucky i definitely recommend it garrett and i went there one year and it was really cool they make they made a um life-size version of the ark it was pretty interesting so if you have a chance to go see that you totally should but um it actually kind of shed light also on the ark which was super interesting it made it like even more realistic because a lot of times we look at this and we think this is so unrealistic but it's really not because if men nowadays can make it certainly with god's help noah could have made it all those years ago
So then it says um, in verse 17 that, yes, God is saying, I am going to bring a flood of waters on the earth. I am going to wipe out humanity, all this depravity and this um, evil stuff. Because remember, God is just and he doesn't do anything without a just reason. And because humanity was so defiled at this point with this, this Nephilim race of human beings, God starts over with a pure race of humans, which was Noah, which eventually produces Jesus Christ. So then God makes a promise to Noah and says that, you know, I am going to um, protect you and your sons and your wife and then your son's wives as well. And he says, bring two of each kind of animal, uh, both male and female into the ark and make pens for them and make coops for them and whatever else they might need. So God is saying to bring these animals into the ark and also the birds of the sky and the little creeping things like the little critters. And then at the very end, it, God also says to take all the food that is edible and collect and store it. So to me, that sounds like not just food for the animals and for um, Noah and his family, but also food potentially for after the ark when he gets off the ark. So for example, like seeds of different kinds of trees and stuff so that not everything is destroyed. And, um, and I never really thought about that before about, um, Noah also taking, you know, seeds and stuff like that into the ark, but it's very possible that he did. And so Noah does everything according to all that God commanded him. And we don't know how long it took Noah to make the ark, but because of Genesis uh, 6 verse 3, many people speculate that it took Noah 120 years. So let's read Genesis 6 verse 3. I I didn't really touch base on it on Friday. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you. It's because I um, accidentally deleted it. <laughs> and so you might have heard that. I didn't really touch base on uh, verse 3. But let's go ahead and read that and talk about verse 3 real quick. And then I will finish this podcast episode because it's way over time. So Genesis 6 3 says, then the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive and remain with man forever, because he is indeed flesh, sinful, corrupt, and given over to sensual appetites. Nevertheless, his days shall yet be a hundred and twenty years. So many people speculate that God is saying that it's going to take Noah 120 years to make this ark, and um, it's it's God is going to wipe out everybody in 120 years. Now, personally, I don't actually believe that that's what that means. I think that God is saying that after the flood. People are not going to live as long as they had been living. Because remember, people had been living up to their 900s at this point in time. And I think God is saying that from now on, after the flood, uh, people are not going to 
surpass 120 years. And even to this day, I think the oldest uh, person we know of uh, lived to be 122. And they actually found out recently that they think she was actually lying about her birthday. So you don't really hear about people making it past their 120 years on this earth. So that does kind of line up with how humanity functions to this day. But um, that is it for Genesis chapter 6. We will be learning about the flood on Wednesday. So make sure to join me then, 6.30 a.m., depending on what platform you're using. Perhaps it won't update till the night, but (laughs) everybody else, 6.30 a.m. But um, until then, God bless and happy listening, everybody.